0: I like that part where Frank says uh, God touched Howard and some of the other ladies and said, Frank needs a break, Frank needs a chance. Uh, That's what God does though. He wants to bring help from heaven, help that each and every one of us needs, not just Frank, every single one of us needs what kind of help that only heaven can bring, but he wants to bring it to us through other people in most cases you think back to that very first christmas uh when the angel spoke to joseph and was preparing him to marry mary and giving the name of the baby it reads like this in matthew chapter one it says she will give birth to a son and you will name him jesus because he will save his people from what from their sin now sin we usually think of things like oh well you know we all do some things we shouldn't do but it's it's a sin singular. And the idea is this Jesus came that first Christmas. He came to save us from something that was dangerous for us. It was hurting us, it was ruining our lives. And by sin, he meant this it's our attempt to live our lives apart from the loving leadership of our Creator. It's our attempt to trust ourselves and our ideas and ways about life before we trust our Creators. And And we get bumped and bruised and hurt and we hurt each other in the process. The truth is, we can't live without heaven's help. There's a New Testament verse, Colossians chapter 1, it reads this way. It's really interesting because it's talking about that baby that was born in the manger, Jesus. We think of him as a baby, but he's the king of kings and lord of lords. This makes clear he's the creator of the entire universe. Through his power, all things, that includes everything there is, all things were made Things in heaven and on earth, things seen and unseen, all powers, authorities, lords, and rulers, all things were made through who? Christ. And what does it say? For Christ. Now, this is the important part of that whole passage. Not only did he create everything that there is, not only was that baby the almighty creator, but he created everything, it says, for himself. You and I we never really know who we are. We never really find that place of peace and clarity and certainty and objectivity in life until we're back in union with our Creator. We're never fully human. We're never fully alive until we're reunited with our Creator. All you got to do is look at human history. Human history is tremendous evidence that we, we struggle. We're trying to eke out just a little bit of happiness any way we can. And what do we do? We collide with one another. We hurt one another and are hurt in return. It's a bloody struggle, human history. And then look at it on a personal level. I mean, which one of us, which one of us can honestly say we don't desperately need help that only heaven itself, that only the creator himself can bring? I know because I'm a human being, I know some things about your soul because I know my soul. I know what it is to have some Feelings of guilt and shame and regret that nothing except what God from heaven can bring ever quite relieves the pain, the discomfort from. Some of us, we struggle with all kinds of insecurities and feelings of worthlessness and inferiority. We wonder if anybody would ever like us for ourselves. We wonder if we'll ever fit in. We we'll wonder if we'll ever be safe anywhere with anyone. We want to be loved. We want to be wanted. We want to be respected we just want to believe that somehow in this life we might find a place where we're finally apart and we're safe and these are things that God has placed in our hearts to fulfill but but they can't be quite fulfilled unless we're willing to receive the help that only heaven can bring you ever wonder how God sees us As he sees all the turbulence and all the crime and all the hatred and all the prejudice and all the brokenness and all the broken hearts and all the tears and all the divorce and all the disease and the death and the struggles and the conflicts. You ever wonder what he thinks of us when he looks at us? There's a verse that tells us Jesus, the creator, when he was on earth. It says when he saw the crowds, he felt what? What does it say? He felt sorry for them. He feels sorry for us. He sees our brokenness. He felt sorry for them. They were troubled and helpless like sheep without what? You see, that's the big problem. We need what only heaven can bring. We are like sheep without a shepherd we're vulnerable we're helpless we don't know who we are we don't know why we're here we don't know what the purpose of life is we don't know where we're going we don't know why the world is the troubled place that it is we don't know what lays beyond death if there's anything that lays beyond death and so we crowd it out of our minds because it's too troubling to think about but the clock is ticking for each and every one of us and deep inside There is this longing for a life that is love-filled, that is happiness-filled, that is joy-filled, that is safe all the time, and it just keeps getting better forever and ever and ever. If we could blink our eyes and create an immortal world full of immortal beings that love one another and treat one another good all the time and are safe, we'd do it. But we squelch those desires because they can't be fulfilled apart from help from heaven and that's what jesus really meant to bring to us that very first christmas was the start god came to us in a vulnerable form of a baby so that he could win back our trust win back our confidence an almighty being is pretty intimidating but when we see the almighty being is tender and loving and he's willing to put himself in our hands and ultimately go to a cross to prove the depths of his sacrificial devotion and love for us then he can win back our trust and then, then we can receive heaven's help by becoming sheep with a shepherd, not sheep without a shepherd. Listen to this passage from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 25. It says, you were, past tense, you were, I was, up until age 23, you were like sheep that had lost their way. I had certainly lost mine. But now you have been brought back to do what? To follow who? The shepherd the shepherd is jesus the one that was born that night the creator of the universe the lover of our souls the one that we've actually been seeking in all the forms of happiness that we've sought in our life it's really jesus in his kingdom that we've been seeking it says you've been brought back to follow the shepherd and the the keeper of our souls our souls find healing our brokenness gets put back together when we follow the shepherd when we discover the way that he designed us to live when we take his word and his will seriously and we start to incorporate it in our life it heals as it builds us it brings us into a state of harmony and this state of harmony of following the shepherd this help from heaven it doesn't just give us a break or a breakthrough in this life it keeps on going right past the doors of death itself listen to these words from jesus he said my sheep listen to my voice and i know them and they do what they follow me the real test if you want to know what what is it what does it mean to be a Christian a Christian is one that has returned to their shepherd they put their trust in Christ and now the evidence of that is they are following him if Jesus says to stop doing something in his word I stop doing it because I trust him more than I trust myself if Jesus says learn how to do something start doing it I start learning it I start doing it why because I trust him My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And then it says he gives to us a gift. What is the gift? I give them, what does it say? Eternal life. Eternal life is not something we work for. It's not something we earn. It's something that is given to us as a natural gift once we have synced back up with our creator, our shepherd, the leader of our souls. You see, each and every one of you tonight can go, go out of this room tonight knowing for certain that you have eternal life. Knowing this Christmas that should you pass in death, and I certainly hope that isn't true, you have eternal life. You will go on because you have returned to the shepherd. You have put your trust in him. You have become his follower. You've received the help that heaven wants to give help heaven wants to give a rescue it wants to give a breakthrough it wants to give help it wants to give hope to each and one. some of us tonight you're facing some very unique special problems some secret heartbreaks some secret self-loathing maybe maybe this past year some of you have really come to that that little place where you wondered if you even wanted to go on anymore in some area of your life and the same Jesus that was born as a baby that lived a perfect sinless life and died a sacrificial death on the cross and rose again from the grave. He stands here tonight saying, I know you by name and I wanna give to you the help that only I and only heaven can give. Will you trust me? Will you follow me? Folks, I wanna close with this. Hope, hope for some of you and you have felt like certain areas of your life there's no reason to even try anymore no reason to hope hope is closer than you could ever know heaven's help is here it's here for you it's calling you by name tonight make no mistake of that and I hope that each of us will leave here recipients of heaven's help let's pray our God how we thank you that this this life of ours is not out of control You are working out an unstoppable plan, and you are a God that loves us. It doesn't matter who we are, where we've been, how broken our lives may be. You look at us, you see us, and you love us. Father, I pray especially help the ones tonight that feel the furthest from you. Help the ones tonight that feel the least likely to be willing to humble their hearts and turn to you. Help them to throw down the barriers tonight and receive that help that only heaven can bring. I ask it in Christ's name. Amen.